Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Oh, Tony, baby, you're a mess. Thank Grimes, it's Tuesday. It's time for Trend Lightly. Are you ready? The trending news podcast for anyone who is literally not an absolute virgin. Extremely online, extremely clueless, horny for Bitcoin. Oh, baby. You're in the right place. Now it's time to meet your host, the Irish-American tornado and the real princess of Wales. We are back. Molly McAleer and Tiffany Maddox. Welcome back, everyone, to Trend Lightly. It's me, Tiffany Scott Maddox, and with me, as always, Molly McAleer. Hello. Hi, honey. How are you? You know what? I think I'm doing better than you, but I did have a kind of amazing time in London with my mother. Well, yeah, then you're definitely doing better than me. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about your time in London. So I went to Secret Cinema Dirty Dancing, and I have to say, I think my like unironic love of Dirty Dancing is probably the chuggiest thing about me, or that and the fact that I love autumn. But I went, I got these tickets for Secret Cinema like before the pandemic, I think. And it kept getting moved and it kept getting kind of bumped and changed. And I'd never been to Secret Cinema before. So like when I got the email to say, by the way, it's happening, I was like, holy shit, I had completely forgotten about that. But it was, it was like beyond incredible. I cried like three times. I kept thinking about that TikTok you sent me about the guy who watches Dirty Dancing for the first time and says, oh, yeah. <laughs> what is it about? I was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's like the whole premise or he's like the movie is about a girl who covers another girl's work shift so she can get an abortion. And he's like working in a call center and his friends are like dying laughing and they're like, that's not what it's about. He's like, no, it's the premise of the movie, which is true. And they're like, he's like, Patrick Swayze, he's a dick to her. And like... <laughs> It is true when you think about it. Like, how old is baby supposed to be in that movie? Like, 14, 15? No, I think she's 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 about to go to college after the summer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, not that like that's kind of the movie, like just accidentally being okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because there's that's not necessary to the plot. Like, and also there would have been no problem with making her sixteen. No way. (laughs) No way. But yeah, it was, oh my God, it was phenomenal. So like for those like uninitiated to secret cinema, it's like a very immersive movie experience. I I know they do them a lot in London. They do like a couple a year. 
and they've done, they just did a Stranger Things one. They've done an amazing Romeo and Juliet one, which I didn't go to, but I saw pictures from. A friend of mine went to a James Bond one, which truthfully to me sounds like hell, but they said it was amazing. Like basically you go and there's all of these different rooms and you get assigned sort of characters or genres of characters and you dress up and it's all like very immersive. So this one mm, was wait. What? <laughs> do they give you outfits there or do you come you come as dressed. Your yeah. Okay. So you're dressed as a, I'm guessing a country club member? Well, yeah. So when you sign up for the Were the abortion doctor? <laughs> That's who I was. <laughs> Gloves Sorry. up to the elbows. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> so it, you sign up and you get like, there's a secret website that you can go to, which is like Kellerman's uh, Resort in the Catskills. And you input some information and it gives you like a family that you're part of. And then it has like traits of the family and what, you know, what they might wear. And then there's kind of links through to stuff that you can source or buy or you can just buy stuff that's like in the same genre and then when you get to the place well like you have to meet at a train station and then you they kind of like walk you up to this place which is like hidden in the back of a it was in the back of a park which sounds really dodgy but it was this huge park and the set design was fucking incredible like truly so when you get there they put your phone in like a lock away thing that you can't open so you can't take any pictures and you can't like, which is why I texted you on my watch by accident because <laughs> I was, I don't know what oh, I was Oh, no. I was fine. What did you say? Can I just call you in a I sec? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was in there like, sure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I thought it sounded like a panicked. I thought it sounded like a panic text. Like it was like, Hey, can I call you in a minute? And I was like, Oh no, I, that's, I didn't mean it. No, but even if it was like, that would be fine. Like I was like, okay, well, I'm glad she knows she can trust me. Yeah. But yeah. I, I feel you. Okay. So you're there. I didn't even know you were an Apple watch girl. Uh, well, neither did I, but it turns out that it's the, I usually don't wear it a lot because I don't like how it shames me for my inactivity, but I started wearing it more because if I forget my purse or whatever, I can just pay for stuff with it. And I knew I was going to be doing some physical activity. And so I wanted to show my watch that I could do it. <laughs> that's the most important thing is that's why people don't realize you always have to have your phone on you. It's not because you're addicted to the internet. It's because if you don't have your phone, who's tracking your steps? Exactly. Uh, this. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do you. that. And it not, and I didn't, I wanted to just fucking show it like for once that I was going to close my rings that day. But yeah, it's, it's so hard to explain, but they basically had completely made Calamon's resort in this park. So it looked like this big kind of country club in the Catskills. They'd built these fake buildings. So they had the lodge where there was this band playing. They had like putt-putt golf and volleyball and like there was painting glasses. There was like the wig, you know, try on whatever. And then there's like food stalls and food stands and bars and stuff all around the outside that have all been made to look like like they're part of the, you know, part of the genre. And we, and basically I'd got a tip from this girl who I saw on TikTok who'd been the day before. And she was like, and she happened to be on live. And I was like, what, like, what, like, what should I do? And she's like, talk to all of the like characters. And I was thinking, God, this must be the most amazing summer job for all the theater kids in London because they were putting on their like, hey, wise guy, like the worst American accents in the world is amazing. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. I am obsessed with this because I think I have seen the girl that 
I don't know if it was Romeo and Juliet or what, but can I just ask, because I know people are already thinking it, I'm thinking it, I, I think that for a lot of people it's tacky to talk about money, but I'm an American, so here we go. Is this like $200 an hour or like how much? Because I guess to all of this, I'm like, I feel like I would, I've prepared less for international travel yeah. than <laughs> you are prepared for this. Yeah. So it was the average admission tickets were uh, 75 quid each. Oh, and okay. It's, and it's like a five hour experience. Okay. That's not bad. And it's like capped. So I don't know how many people are in each but it goes on for uh, like a month in this in the summer. They usually run them for about a month and they put a few thousand through. The food and drink wasn't obviously included, but I was like, fuck it, I'm at Kellerman's. So I think I bought like a watermelon jello shot, which was delicious, and okay. um, like a bottle of like a bottle of bubbles and a couple of like Campari and sort of watermelon cocktails. We got some churros when we were eating the movie. I made my mum buy a picnic blanket on the way so that we could put it down because you sit outside and they've got this big sort of like facade of the Kellerman's building with a big cinema screen on it. Um, so if you put your picnic blanket down on the grass, you reserve your spot. So we did that and then just went around. And this guy like danced up to me in a Kellerman's t-shirt. <laughs> and he's like, Billy, he's like, watch out. <laughs> he was Latino as well, or at least he was playing one. Billy. And, um, <laughs> and he's like, oh, do you, have you, like, have you heard? Have you, um, have you been told? And I was like, what? And he's like, oh, you need to go and talk to Frankie. He'll, he'll let you know about this. And I'm like, where's Frankie? And he's like, oh, he's, <laughs> he's over by the, like over by the lodge. You have to go and talk to Frankie. I'm like, okay. And he's like, if he asks you for our password, you tell him you carried a watermelon. I'm like, okay. And he said, oh, and by the way, Johnny and Penny are about to like dance in the lodge. So me and my mom went into this like lodge, which is like the main the main thing we got our drinks we stood at the table and then these actors come and and do the dance like they disrupt everything and do the dance in the middle of the lodge and then they like swan off which was kind of amazing the girl who played penny amazing the guy who played johnny not a patch on swayze i mean but who could be wait wait a minute are like are you watching like the actual movie itself in addition to this immersive performance beforehand or no. so you watch the movie at the end but okay. but there's even more immersion when the movie's on so like we like you can go around and you can play putt-putt golf and like be like you're in the movie you can go to like this kind of bandstand and there's they're doing like they're teaching you how to do you know the dances like the mamba or whatever and then we found Frankie and he was like, come with me, like I'm going to take you to the real party or whatever. And then they lead you out like what feels like through the back doors. And then suddenly you're in like the room of the staff quarters. Okay. And there's but like. Wait, so what? is everyone finding Frankie or are just no. some people finding Some Frankie? people you've got to talk to people and find out because stuff only happens oh my God. when you know when it's happening. How embarrassing if you didn't get like the <laughs> if, if Billy wasn't there and didn't come up to you. I don't know the guy's name. Sorry, I forgot already, but I'm just calling him Billy. Shout out Billy, by the way. Billy was very hard on himself about his appearance on last he week's was. episode, but he's a fucking doll. And earlier this week, when I said I, I was like, I'm I don't know if I could do this episode this week. 
I was like, Billy, I hope Billy, I hope there is a time when you and Billy can co-host this together because Billy's a star. We love him. Oh, he's great. And yeah. Okay. So anyway, so some people just never got to see how, what a loser they must feel like. I know. I know. Because it was so cool. You're suddenly in this like dark, sweaty room and it's like you're just dancing and there's loads of people like actors like dirty dancing around you like the staff and then there's like a bar in there and then suddenly Johnny and Penny come in and then they do what Johnny and Penny do in the in the thing and then there's an actress who plays baby and then you kind of and then like a fire alarm goes off and it's like Max Kellerman's coming everybody get out and you all get like ushered out so yeah it was so cool was the actress who played baby like I mean, because we have to remember that at the time, while we all know Jennifer Grey is a beautiful young girl and always was, it was very, very uncommon to try, like cast a traditionally or not conventionally good looking girl mm-hmm. as your ingenue, right? Mm-hmm. Did they find someone who was slightly less conventionally attractive than the other actresses? <laughs> well, to be honest, I only saw most of the actors from a distance. Okay, so the so the answer is yes, probably. But <laughs> you're too. I mean, you're not too polite, but like, there you're. You we wouldn't throw some chick under the bus. No, no. But I, yeah. I mean, I did interact with the ones who I probably interacted with up close, who were like playing principal cast. Was right before they play the movie on stage. You know, with the where the screen is, they have like the Kellerman's talent show. So they have like the woman who plays Lisa do like the favorite part, and then they of course do join hands and hearts and voices. Anyway, right before the movie starts, and the people playing baby and Lisa's parents were just wandering around just talking to people asking them if they were having a good time and I was like oh that Lisa she has the voice of an angel (laughs) and fair play to them they were very good very they were very yes anding you know you could have a little bit of fun with them the movie was gone the other way I would have said honey why isn't anyone talking about that girl baby A lot of people are talking about this other girl. She's not even that great of a singer, but baby has a natural sparkle. Why aren't we getting her out there? I'd be grilling them the way that I wish I could have in real life, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but in a nice way, because like you'd still be complimentary to their like less obviously desirable daughter. Mm -hmm. You know, you'd still, you'd be lifting them up, which I think the dad would appreciate, but yeah, yeah, I would be playing, I would be playing to the dad's vulnerabilities. I think you would be so fun to go to secret cinema with. Yeah, like part of me is like, because I'm just hearing about it. I'm like, well, this could be entirely too much for me. But I also think that this is an environment I could really succeed in. Because yeah, here's the thing with Molly MacLear, and I'm I'm sure Tiffany Scott Max probably has the same quality. What people don't realize is that when you're with me, for no fucking reason, I'm nobody. I'm not even like... I'm, I've never even been like someone that people are like, oh, I've never been a showstopper. Okay, I'll tell you that. And I have n- never had a problem having velvet ropes lifted for me, finding the coolest parts of any place to be. Yep. I have a vibe. Yeah. And so I agree. I would say that I would hack the ultimate experience. A lot of times you'll meet people. It's like they're going 
with their friend that heard from someone else that this is how you're supposed to do this. I don't fuck with that. No way to know. I have to forge the path myself. Cause like, <laughs> even if I follow someone else's instructions, I'll probably still find something better. So I agree that, no, I would make it my mission to be the most informed person there. And I would also try and like socially hack the actors. <laughs> I know what you mean. Cause I, I find something like, I find weirdly the theater quite uncomfortable because I find like the vulnerability of performance in close proximity, really unnerving. Sure. And you know, when you, I remember there was a guy that I used to, I used to work with, we used to write together sometimes and he was in a play that we got tickets to because it was like happening, but right by our office or something. He was like, come on down. And I remember I like locked eyes with him from the crowd and there was like nothing behind them. I was like, uh, and I was like, this is so weird. This is so weird. Well, and that's the other thing. And don't ever let anyone tell you otherwise. Actors are weird. They are weird. Like, yeah, there's like, yeah, we could talk about like the Melanie Linsky's of the world who are like actually like wonderful actors and pretty normal people seemingly like like has like normal sensibilities like probably isn't like fucking strange at your house or whatever but most actors are so weird Mm -hmm. and it's either the god there's an interview with some guy who was like he acted in this his like one of his few acting roles was in a movie with Amber Heard and he made a podcast like being like talking with his friend about oh yeah she's a fucking cokehead and a freak and all this like stuff meanwhile it's like buddy you're not even an actor like who are you and but he has this he has that that classic edge on him that a lot of these actors do where it's just like babe like what you really are more than an actor is a weirdo like you're a weird <laughs> uncomfortable person who is okay shape-shifting and lying who like you know probably something did happen to you you know mm-hmm. what I mean and that's unfortunate I would love to be there that for that for you but I, I just yeah so anyway just so you know actors are weird <laughs> they, they are so immersing yourself around many many of them is an odd experience but I do feel like not having my phone was actually super useful for being immersed because also I wasn't embarrassed that like I, I think it like it completely cut me off from the world in a way that allowed me to not view the situation with cynicism and instead like really truly allow myself to uncoolly and unironically like dive in and enjoy it. And that's I, awesome. I vibe with that because I like so often I'm just sort of like, I'm too, I'm always like, you know, either dress rehearsing tragedy or deciding that the experience could be better or isn't good enough or like, you know, Ooh, surfing what for does dopamine. That mean? dress rehearsing tragedy yeah so like you like when you can never really fully enjoy something because you think that like either something terrible is going to happen or you're thinking about or, or you're thinking about it in a really fatalistic way which is I like oh my god I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay yeah oh no yeah no you have to that's why you have to this could never be a last minute thing. This no. is ne- this could never be a casual thing. This is something that you have to I can get in I can take costume party a little too literally. Like I'll really people will be like you really uh, we're really dressing up tonight. And then I'll take that to the next level and I'll be like I'm at the tailor. I've torn apart my closet. 
like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I don't know how to take instructions normally, which is why I need someone who doesn't have anxiety mostly to communicate things to me. Like if I get mm-hmm. party directions from a friend that's like chaotic, I'm like, okay, I'm trying to figure out how to lose three pounds for tonight. <laughs> I will like, that's like how, like how I get But if I have like two months to think about it, I can like put myself on a ledge about some sort of outfit I need, talk myself off said ledge. Yes. And and replace whatever insane costume I'm imagining with pieces that I already own. Then like get comfortable with the fact that like, what I mean, so what does your mom do? She takes the tube in from her island to fucking London? How the hell does that happen? (laughs) (laughs) So I actually had to meet my mum on the train because the train that goes to London, there are various trains that go to London. There's one that goes like from where I'm from in Wales, passes by my city now and goes into London. And there's another one that just whatever that doesn't. And my mum was like, don't leave me on the train on my own, because if I get to London and you're not there, I'll probably cry. I was like, mom, I'm not going to leave you in London on your own. Don't worry about it. She's like, no, but if you could join the train, that'd be great. So I got on. Molly, she had gone and she'd made a little picnic for the, well, she hadn't made, but she'd bought a little picnic for the train. And I got on and she was sat there at a table with snacks, little tiny sandwiches, crisps, a little bottle of wine for me, a little red one for me, a little white one for her, sparkling water, crisps and dip, hummus, crudités. My God. I was like, we're only on here for an hour and a half. When moms come through, Ugh. I'm telling you. I feel Tiffany and I have a lot of similar mom sort of experiences. Mm-hmm. But when moms come through, they fucking come through. You're like, yeah, that's why I fuck with this bitch. Like, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, not for, for once, I don't hate you for giving birth to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love chips. Thanks, mom. Like, yes. you know what really I like. That's really all it takes sometimes is just like showing up with some chips, like being prepared. I appreciate your mom's social anxiety. And it's also an interesting peek behind the curtain. <laughs> well, she's like her being like- afraid she's going to get left on a train, you know? Yeah. She's usually very, like, very, very good and, like, organized and fine. And she was saying, like, if it was an airport, I'd be fine. But I think she has this, like, she's – I think my mom is naturally an anxious person and she does chaos surf and, like, doom scroll a lot. And so I think she associates London with, like, knife crime and <laughs> – yeah, and, and all the bad stuff. And she hadn't been for years. And so I think in her mind – she had like worked it up to be something awful. I was so proud of her. She doesn't like the London, she doesn't like the underground because she's very claustrophobic. She was on it, easy breezy. The first journey, she was a little bit like quiet. I think she was internally panicking. By the end, she was like, I've really enjoyed this trip. I've had such a nice time. Thank you for taking Aww. me. Yeah. And that's great too, especially like to get mom involved in something for like six hours. I mean, it doesn't seem, this seems, is your mom a late night gal? No, we were both absolutely fucking exhausted by the end of it. I mean, What time does it end? It was like 10.30. I think we got back at like 11 and then we went to sleep. We had another day in London because we were like, let's make the most of it. So I took her to my favorite museum. I took her to my favorite spots in London. We went shopping. I bought her like dinner at a really nice spot. We came back to the hotel. We drank some wine and we watched Jaws (laughs) because it was on TV. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's perfect oh my god I would be like mom like let's put our headphones on and each watch TikTok after because after also five hours of immersive experience mm-hmm. my sometimes I do feel a little panic like going into like a double feature like recently I 
had committed to going to see a double feature at Quentin Tarantino Theater. That's when I saw Serial Mom. I did not realize that I had signed up for a double feature. I thought I was only going to Serial Mom. And like, thankfully, I was having some other kind of like, you know, like just sort of like I'm on against the wall right now, dude. I can only go to the second movie type of thing. My friend was very cool about that. But the idea of sitting down for a double feature in the mental world that we've been living in with the news cycle and everything else, like I five hours would exhaust me. Like I'd be like, I'm going to lay down and watch people in 15 to 60 second clips as like fucking morons. And then I'm going to pass out my own drool. <laughs> well, Jules was the following day. So we did, but what we oh, did do okay. was good old fashioned SVU on the TV when we got back. Oh, SVU. Yeah, that'll fix it. A little that'll bit of SVU. Up. I tell you what though, I don't know if your mom's like this, but mine it's like she will fucking make a friend wherever she goes. We got locked out of our room on the second day. We came back from all the museums and dinner and everything. And we and I couldn't get in. So my mum was a bit pissed because we'd had a bit of a boozy dinner, early supper. So she went downstairs to get the, another key. And she was gone for ages. And I was like, I know she's chatting to the man. I know she's chatting to the man. Yeah. So she eventually came back up. I, and by the way, I said to her, get it sorted really quickly because I really need a wee. So I, this whole time I was thinking, I'm going to actually piss myself. She came back and she goes, oh, killer. oh, that man. Oh, he's lovely. I was like, were you chatting? She goes, yeah. It's, um, he's thinking about leaving his wife. I was just going to say, <laughs> is he going to pay for my life or what, bitch? That's what I would have said to her. Like, That's great, mom. Is he going to pay for my life? Like, first of all, if someone told me, if someone said my mom had to pay, I would have been down there and back up because you just don't make a, you don't make a lady pee. Now I think moms can be a little bit insensitive to their daughters in a way that like, we're just not to them Mm -hmm. where it's like, Mm -hmm. they're like, she can hold it. And it's like, yeah, (laughs) you're fucking like up there with like your legs triple crossed, like trying to just negotiate with God on, on not humiliating yourself. (laughs) But yeah, no. So is he paying for your life or what? Is that the news? We're going to get a Cayman Islands property? No, fortunately not. She said that he was having to leave his job because the previous owner's son had taken over the business of this hotel. He's had to find another job. He's not very happy. He's thinking about leaving his wife. And my mum told him to go and live in Wales. Oh, oh, so she found a real good like two out of 10 loser. Like he's a two, (laughs) but he might live in Wales. Like, is that like what is that where she was going? Is that okay? Yeah. So she found like a flop. (laughs) Yeah. In the time it took to get a new key cut, she had basically extracted all of the information out of this man. Unfucking believable. I feel bad for his family. I'll tell you that. Not, not because like, he talked to your mom, but because like the scenario he's pitching is incredibly grim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, this is like the guy that you meet that's like, actually, I just worked at Tesla. And you're like, oh, well, he's promising, even though he's like unemployed. And then like the man never works again, kind of. <laughs> yeah. He seemed to be in his mid 40s. Oh, so a younger man. Yeah. <laughs> well, God bless. Listen, Mrs. Maddox, I I really hope you get it in. And (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't think she was looking for herself. I think she was just trying to like, she's just trying to get the vibe, you know, she's just trying to. She's trying to, yeah. I make me, I, I realize I make vacation friends in a way that is sincere, but it's slightly manipulative. Mm hmm. 
like I'm really good at and like I always will treat someone. I will also like always tip someone like I treat them. You know what I mean? So like Mm -hmm. if I'm sort of like, you know, being a little extra sugary to like get into a place or whatever, I will make sure that I remember that person's name that I like give them a tip or whatever. But then when it comes to friends, Oh yeah, I'll really work the, I'll work it all. Like I'll be like, where'd you go to college? Like blah, blah, blah. I'll make the connections, like all that. I go straight into that because frankly, those are the people that walk around with a lot of cash and want to treat you to dinner, invite you to dinner the next night because, Mm -hmm. you know, you have this thing in common and that's how you meet people and that's how you, you know, but I would only do that with someone I genuinely enjoyed talking to. If you're doing it with people you don't enjoy talking to, that's when you're a moron town. You that's when you're in, that's when you're spiritually corrupt <laughs> what i would love to do with you i've got a good tip from tiktok about these particular bars around canary wharf where a lot of the finance bros hang out and there's like a particular time where you can go and apparently they are just kind of like they're just tired enough that they don't talk about their entire portfolio but like they'll buy you drinks so we could like manipulate them and talk about crypto that's what I was thinking. So yeah. I agree. I, as soon as you said it, I got I got the vibe. I was thinking like, you know, doing a little flirtatious like, well, I don't I've never had a Tron. What if you transfer one to my wallet? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And and if I double my investment on the Tron, I'll sh- I'll shoot you back. I'll shoot you back your initial investment. You know, like, yeah, gotta just, and this is, that's what they like. It's gambling. That's why these, all these people did cocaine in the Mm eighties. It's because it's gambling. Good for all the investment people who figured that out, how to gamble legally for a living and play it really close to the edge. (laughs) I have a good money manager who's like, sometimes I'll pitch him an idea and he's like, Molly, that's why you have me. (laughs) because i was like hey buy every share of gap right now yeezy is launching like i did like a thing like that and he was like molly we'll talk (laughs) but yeah no insider trading by any means he's like fantastic and like literally most of the time doesn't respond to my emails about my my like here's an idea so anyway i should say just in case next week is fucking mental town I'm glad you had fun with your mom. I want to wrap that up. Blue, yes. my cat Blue is not doing well. He started acting weird when I got, like two days after I was back from Vegas, he just wanted to sleep downstairs. It's also really, really hot in LA. So, you know, it's not like crazy unusual cat behavior. It's unusual for Blue behavior because even though he is a big, big guy, very hairy, he has never wanted to be anything but like, I mean, this is a cat that will come sit on my chest and put his nose on my nose and breathe. You know what I mean? Like he wants mm-hmm. my air, like he wants my air. So he was sleeping downstairs, acting sort of removed. I took him in for some blood work on the 19th. Cause I was like, he's just being a little like it's, it was, it was the 16th when I was like, huh? And then by the 19th, I was like, no, I got to take him somewhere. So I called VCA Arden, which I love. Everyone who who's followed me for a long time, you're going to hear that. You're going to hear all the greatest hits of veterinary hospitals I hit up. So <laughs> VCA Arden, called VCA Arden. They are at capacity because, as I was saying to Tiffany, we should talk about trends right now. There is a heat trend 
not just in your country, but in mine, there's also a COVID trend. There's also a little bit of a veterinary shortage trend, like all people who work kind of trends, like like flight attendants are, are you know, being pulled off. Like we were afraid we weren't going to make it to Vegas because COVID's booming and banging. Right. Mm-hmm. So I get back to I get back home after finding out from the vet that they were like, his blood work is like, honestly, they use the word boring, which I was like, that's such a good word. I love that word. No, I mean, like, I trust me with wags, I would have snapped. Are you kidding? I'd be like, you said my son's blood is boring. Like, I would have gone mental. Like, I'd be like, oh, like, oh, okay. Because like, I feel like whatever my son's blood work looks like is better than those fucking loser pictures that NASA released. (laughs) <laughs> like, I would be lucky to have access to that sort of revolutionary science, you fucking bitch. But that's not what I was like. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Because if you don't know this backstory, I got blue when he was 11. I got him in April of 2020. I saw my dog Wags. Wags died in on August 13th, which was not a Taylor Swift Easter egg, which fucking sucked. Mm. 2020. It could still could be an Easter egg for like the rep release or something. I'm hoping she's listening, but she knows I'm a rep girl. Anyway, what I'm thinking is, is that, okay, I'm just going to keep my eye on him. They gave me gabapentin, which is like, I'm a human who's taken like gabapentin at night. Like it's a fucking muscle relaxer, especially for this boy. I've never given him any, any drugs or anything like that before. I've never seen what he's like on them. And he was a shelter cat. These are not cats who have had a lot of like exceptional care. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to just choose if the as needed is if I'm to take that literally, I'm not going to gab a pent in him up because he's, they sent him home somewhat sedated. And I was like, I just want to watch him for like the, the time we're together. And I think a lot of people are just either not with their pets as much as I am, or they are not like necessarily maybe attuned to their pets' behaviors or whatever, but like I knew right away, and this is always what happens is the nurses are like, so like he's being grumpy today. And I'm like, as a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com realm, all lowercase. 
go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Maybe it's my maybe it's my vernacular, but I'm sort of like, babe, like I'm telling you something's wrong with this cat. So last night I decided to wait out the day. I gave him some gabapentin. He wasn't like eating yesterday, which was Saturday. And so and I guess he had eaten maybe some dry food earlier in the morning, but I found him hiding from me when when I had woken up. He was hiding. I mean, a 23 pound cat hiding in a. 900 square foot home where one of the rooms he's not allowed in is impressive. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and I was walking around for like 20 minutes and pigeons, no help. Like, I'm like, go tell on him. Like, go tell on him where he is. Like, she's like, do do do. Like, I love her. She's is so like cute. I told Tiffany before we started this, like pigeon has a crop top personality. I can expand on that privately if you want me to, but she's a very like, kind of like, easy breezy little she's a little bit like roller girl like heather graham right so she doesn't really give a shit about anything and she did not help me find him i found him behind this like costco size box of paper towels that had just showed up to my house the day before like hiding behind the chaise and i was like and when i pulled the box back he was just staring and i was like oh no Mm. because when cats try to hide that's bad And Mm -hmm. he was doing this thing where, like, I would see him just sort of, like, walk around the room in, like, a slow loop and, like, then, like, maybe, like, find the trash can and then say, like, I want to rest my head on this for a minute. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's head resting. That, That could be neurological. Like, to rest your head on a random metal object, it might be because of, like, a headache. It might be neurological. Like, the weird circling around the room, the fact that this fucking fat ass won't eat. And the doctor said to me, he was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. He's like, when a cat this big doesn't eat, that's a bad sign. I will say, the one good thing that they said at the the urgent care that gave him the clean blood and urine test, the boring ones, they were like, oh, like, actually, he's like, not even like that obese. Like, he's, he's like, got a little weight on him. But they're like, he, this is a big, this is a big cat. He has a big right. frame and big bones. And I was like, I know. He's and a big like, boy. that's what I always say. I'm like, this is why you need to know that, like, while every American right now is very clear on like where they stand on everything, there's always going to be that 
fucking uncle that throws the most bangingest parties and like is like you know like Joe Judah is like no t-shirt on like in the pool just fucking nips out getting sunburnt in a raft like tossing every $100 bills and you're like I think he's very Republican (laughs) who knows who he's really friends with but that guy's the original party animal. Like, move move aside, Spuds McKenzie. Like, Blue really does have that personality of, like, your hot MAGA uncle who <laughs> fucking kills it. I, like, by, by hot, I mean, like, hot in, like, a kind of, like, big fat boy way. So, like, I just mean, like, that's what he's kind of like, right? So, to see him not being social, to see him not, like, whatever, I just was like, this is wrong. This is wrong. Eject. I gave him gabapentin for the first time and just basically let him like drugged out sleep on me for like hours. Like I just bundled him up in a little like minimal nugget. And then I just like held him on my chest basically all day. I would like take him downstairs once in a while to see if he needed to pee or if he wanted to eat, but he wouldn't. Gabapentin makes a pet thirsty. I know that from WAG. So I just was like, finally I was like, fuck it. So I just started syringing like water into his mouth like 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 a little like turkey I was basting like Mm -hmm. and he was drinking it up which I was like okay you are a good pet nurse which is what why I feel comfortable with where I am now take him into the emergency vet last night is there for like I don't know I mean I think it was maybe seven hours or something and the doctor Again, like the ladies are like, are you sure he's some is something really wrong with him? I'm like, yeah, there's something wrong with him. Like I'm telling you. And I'm like, please do not give him a blood and urine test. I said, I know if this was from my last dog who, from WAGS, if there's something wrong with the liver, they're going to say like the liver's tiny concerning, right? But they didn't say anything. All of the blood work was boring, unremarkable. So I said like, if like, I know there's not going to be some insane liver enzyme peak. I just know it. And I, and I said like, but I'm, but if the doctor feels they need to do this, they can do it. I said, but I am not on, I do not have daddy Warbucks money right now, especially it's a weekend. Like I cannot get in touch with like any of the people I would need to, to like get extra cash. And I don't really like, I have a credit card, but I don't really like keep credit cards. You know what I mean? I Mm -hmm. just find that they get you in trouble. And I, I mean, the only way I would really want a new one is if it was going to be like serious rewards, but even rewards are kind of a scam. So anyway, Unless you're, like, willing to get one of the big fancy Amexes. So I find out the doctor calls me. He's like, yep, absolutely neurological, which is, by the way, it was madness because I have not checked my car in a while. I don't feel comfortable driving it. And I was sitting in a room at the hospital, but they kept calling me and being like, you can come in whenever you want. I'm like, I'm here. Like, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in room three, guys. And so, but they kept calling me and were like, Yeah, I basically just was like, you're a good person for getting an old cat. He definitely has a neurological problem. I'm going to not rack up your bills tonight. Thank you for, like, noting your budget. And I was like, yeah. Like, I just, I, 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 sometimes by the way that people deal with me at the vet, I'm like, I think a lot of you don't treat your pets right or, like, you don't communicate properly when you go in. Because, like, if you don't have pet insurance, it's as serious as anything else. Like, you need to be like, hey, like, like, 
they're not necessarily going to treat your pet like a child if it's like a child to you, but also you have to be like, this is with, with, is within, you have to voice these things. And it's so strange to me when people are like, thank you for doing that. And they, they always like, look at me with such sincerity. And it's like, babe, like everyone should be doing this. Like this should be commonplace. So, so it's about midnight when I get home. I know it's about midnight because I was like, I need to order a bottle of wine off Postmates because I'm about to sit down and I'm about to do some fucking work. And this is where I get into my businessman mentality. I'm fucking pulling strings. I've ca- I have this list of emergency hospitals and I called every single one of them was on a phone. I left one, two, three. I left three messages. Mo- two places are probably full for good. I, the only two neurology departments that are open on weekends, I left them messages, haven't heard back, but I haven't called them back either because the closest one to me, I do, I did get a Thursday appointment, which I was like, Thursday is not going to work, honey. Like that is not soon enough. Mm-hmm. I can probably get him through now that he's eating. Cause I started to be able to spoon feed him a little bit. Now I I know I can make I can make it a little bit further, but my friend Martha and I just want to say shout out to Martha. I love you so much, honey. You know exactly who you are. She hit me with this place in Mission Viejo, which is like an hour and nine minutes from my place, and I'm gonna rent a car on Tuesday. And then I'm gonna bring him down. He's he's gonna have his appointment with this like fan this neurologist place I called. I'm not telling you the name because as I said on TikTok, I'm scared you're going to swat it. I don't know why I'm scared that you guys are going to swat my vet, my <laughs> vet neurologist. <laughs> but I know that there has to be someone who hates me enough to do that or not hates me just like is fucking miserable enough to do that. But they, I want to say shout out to L and shout out to Taylor who talked to me today. They were great. I will tell you guys probably when I see you, there's a podcast live about you now, babes. But like, I, I looked at this place and I was like, I know that this is going to be great. When I said I was worried about expenses, the first thing she did was she said like, you know, there's two cards you can apply for. Cause I've always been at these vet places being like, uh, can I get a fucking credit card dog? Cause like I have good, I have great credit. I just don't keep them around. Like I don't, I feel very abused when someone at like Macy's is like, are you sure you don't want a card? And it's like, yeah. And you shouldn't legally be allowed to ask me that more than once. Mm-hmm. Like for 10% off, like, are you crazy? Like that's a law. And by the way, I used to feel that way about a flu shot just to show you how much I've grown, but I'm not changing my mind on the goddamn credit card thing. So yeah, we're going down to Mission Viejo on Tuesday. I feel confident. It is Sunday. It's really hard to get in. There's a veterinary shortage. There's no people in LA. I've been calling people, harassing. I also have been like really like scrubbing Yelp reviews. And a lot of the places that it looked like I might have been able to get him in first are just, again, I don't know if this is just people don't realize that when you pay for a pet, it's a lifelong like commitment. It's 15 years of commitment. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people are like, this place ripped me off. And it's like, uh, calm down. Like, these things are it's expensive to to figure out what's going on in an animal's brain like (laughs) that's expensive and they don't actually make a lot of money i think a lot of people think veterinarians are rolling in it but it's actually kind of like 
sadly, it's a pretty thankless form of medicine. Like, thank God they have patients that appreciate them so much, you know? But yeah, I, uh, I'm feeling good about it. Very, very happy. Very, very, very happy to be doing that. And, you know, we're just going to be saying prayers up for wags. Oh, no, mm-hmm. sorry. Well, prayers up always for wags, but prayers up for blue. He's passed out next to me on the gabapentin. Last night was a real, you can go to my TikTok. He was like, I had to almost call the fire department at four in the morning. My goal is to just take tonight, rest with him, feed him some good fatty foods. I've got him some nutritional gel as well. If he wants to extra feel stuffed up, I want him to feel calorie full. And I'm just going to toss some gabapentin in that boy and just keep him. We're staying on the top floor only. All of my couch cushions are surrounding my bed. My place is a fucking pigsty. Like, I don't even know I'm going to be able to undo what I've done here. Like, I called my accountant and I was like, babe, there are no other options. I want you to listen to me. You're going to pay down that credit card and so I can go rent a card from it. I don't want to hear any questions. I don't want to hear a question about AAA. I don't want to hear a question about anything. This is the one option I figured out. I figured out. I foraged my path. And this is the path I know how to take while being safe and responsible for myself, like not driving a car three hours round trip, likely with a sick cat. Like we're going to, we're going to be doing things my way. So I've already sent the demanding bossy emails. Like, I think it'll be okay. Hopefully this episode will come out on Tuesday. So yeah. But one thing I would love, I will say, can we talk about pet communication, like communication with like the way that people talk to each other about pets? Mm-hmm. Please do not ma- message me about how your pet died. Oh, for fuck. No, don't do that. Like, please do not tell me what you would do if your pet died. Like, I, that's like not what would like, that's not helpful. Like, I think sometimes people like, Something that people do, and I'm not thinking of anyone in particular, it's more of a general thing that someone had messaged me when WAGS passed, was like, it always, like, makes me mental seeing how many people respond to someone who just lost a pet with, like, pictures of them and their pet. Oh, yeah. And I and being like, me and Scout are looking out for you, babe. And it's like, like, do you know how bad I wanted to respond to so many people? I don't care about your fucking ugly dog. <laughs> Like, literally the most beautiful dog in the world just died. Like, you think I care about your ugly-ass dog? Like, get out of here. Like, and that's not true. I do care about their dog. But it's just, it makes you so angry. Yeah. And I think all you want is, like, for people to not lie to you. Because lying doesn't help. But to also be, like, to not be, like, whoa, wow, when that happened to my cat, she keeled over and died. So wishing you guys the best. (laughs) It's a no-win situation. It's like my hair. Do you know? And I don't know what we do in those situations because it's like, I don't know. I don't I don't want to compliment, but I also don't want you to like tell me it's bad. You know right. what I mean? What do we do? I'm sorry. I love you. I'm here for you. Word. Okay. Well, lesson in etiquette. Let's get into it. Pink sauce. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about what's trending. <laughs> oh, wait. Those were all trending. They were trending. Oh, those they, were trends. Yeah, were trends. They were trends. They were trends. Okay, wait. So Tiffany, I Tiffany did did put together this document. I was because I was just like normally I put these together on Saturday and 
this morning and I just didn't, I couldn't do it. So these are all stories I'm mostly familiar with, especially the pink sauce, Mm -hmm. but some of this is going to be stuff I'm hearing for the first time. (laughs) Well, I'm hoping it'll be a fairly easygoing, you know, trend episode because Summer tends to be silly season when it comes to the news anyway. It's always a good place to bury bad news during the summer. But, you know, the trends happen whether we want them to or not. And it seems like this disgusting pink sauce, or could be delicious, I don't know, I don't know what it tastes like, is the thing that's all over TikTok right now. How did you first become aware of it? So I became aware of it because I just started people saying like, you know, the same thing that usually happens, which is that if you don't get the intro video, you get the people who are in like their third level of reaction to it. Mm-hmm. And so like, you'll just get someone like in bed who's like probably stone me like, yeah, so with the pink sauce thing, like, I think this lady is, you know, running a racket. Like, it's very obvious. She's like, and like, kind of like what is going on like you're like okay this is classic tiktok i'm gonna have to figure this out there's two options there you can either start searching or you can keep scrolling and with something like this i keep scrolling because i'm like if the pink sauce is not going to be a part of my life we'll move on it wasn't interesting enough and also i don't like sauces like i like i don't like a mayonnaise like anything that looks like mayonnaise like it's got to be like a blue cheese, sure, but I'm not getting blue cheese mailed to me anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, that's probably a bad idea, actually. Well, I don't know. Like a Stilton, like you can get it in a pot, but then, even then it's refrigerated. You know, I did get Hannah a load of cheese for her birthday last year, and a lot of well, that wonderful. did have to come through the mail. But it was a refrigerated, it was a refrigerated pack, like package. No, the the best gift that anyone, well, that's not true, but one of the kindest and most surprising things anyone did for me when Wags passed was my friend Jenna sent me a box of cheese and that was like fantastic. This is, we're talking about sauce. We're talking about a creamy sauce that comes in a, similar to like a Heinz family size bottle in the States. I think you probably have these two where like the sauce comes out of the bottom or the Mm -hmm. top is on the bottom, if that makes sense. So that the squeezy part comes through there so that the sauce is all running down. This lady has invented something called the pink sauce. And I mean, do you want to, is there a clip we should start with or do you want to talk about the... I mean, maybe Grace could explain it, but I mean, what, what you have to know is that this is the, this sauce is the color of Pepto. Like it is a a particular or Actually, the color seems to be varying, but for the colors that we've seen from this from this creator, this chef on TikTok, is it sort of this Pepto color has this very bold branding, and it actually reminds me of. I don't know if you have it in your country, but we've got this stuff here called the pink stuff, which is um, cleaning. Yeah, it's cleaning. It's the same color, and it's like a very similar vibe to the pink stuff. No. Yeah, it is. Well, here's what I'll say about the color. And this is one one thing that I haven't heard a lot of people talk about. And I'm just sort of like, guys, we talk about this all the time on TikTok, which is filters. Uh Like this sauce. I mean, who knows how pink this sauce truly is? I think everyone sort of like took for granted that maybe they were seeing it like, you know, through the flash like in this woman's kitchen, sometimes the way you'll see those videos of someone just like sort of like waving their phone zigzag over their sauce or whatever. But like, 
yeah, like the idea is that there's dragon fruit in it, which from my ex- in my experience is completely tasteless, more or less. So it's more like the gimmick. It's a it's the gimmick is that it's supposed to be pink. But when we're really seeing mostly videos and then also people at like trade shows where she could have jacked the dragon fruit up or something, I like never bought the the color of the pink sauce being true. Mm, interesting. Interesting. I mean, people say you have a nose job these days if you look too good. Like, why are we, like, <laughs> believing the pink sauce? Very true. Well, the chef's name is Chef P. She won't. She hasn't got her real name out there. It's selling for $20 a bottle. It does look like Pepto. She's from Florida. She has these videos of her kind of blending it up. And it's not unusual, right, to see um, – I follow a lot of creators who have like small baking businesses on TikTok and I like to watch them like mass glaze brownies or whatever, you know. No, it's an American meme. Like, hey girl, come to Tiffany's Treats. Like, and it's just like, it's just a different lady dipping chocolate covered strawberries in her kitchen and like putting Butterfinger crumbles on them. Like it's the, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the Etsy trope a little bit where mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, like my wife started gluing random shit to other random shit. Do you want to join her <laughs> Etsy page? Like <laughs> it's that kind of thing where it's, so it's this is a very like it's a it's a meme to for it to be like a quote small business owner like this. But you know what's super wild to me is that, you know, the kids in the TikTok comments be absolutely wild about food standards generally to the point where they're often misinformed. You know, if somebody is cooking in their own kitchen for their own family, there'll often be lots of comments being like gloves, where are your gloves? Which is no, that is crazy. Or like, a, if it's a woman who like makes cakes at makes cakes at home, but is showing a tutorial, like gloves are annoying. I don't know if you guys have ever cooked with them, but if you're just making a cake for your family to show on TikTok, you do not need to wear gloves. No, and a lot of professional chefs. I mean, one thing that we do know is that often when you wear gloves in a food preparation environment, it often leads Frost to. And also, yeah, the endless spread of bacteria because you wash your hands. If there's proper hand washing, then you're conscious of what's on your hands so that you're more conscious. With gloves, mentally, you're not as conscious, so you will be cross-contaminating more. So a glove doesn't always mean that the food has been prepared in a hygienic way, obviously. But it's so insane to me that there's the same people who'll be screeching gloves from the comments or by whatever fucking random shit some woman has dreamed up using angel numbers for ratios in her living room. We'll get to my angel number theory for the pink sauce too. But no, yeah. And also the ones that get me too are the gummies. When you see people, Mm. like no one ever complains about the ladies that are throwing like 75 pounds of gummies into like a a huge like, uh, you know, multiple gallon size bin that's in their garage on metal shelving racks and they're running some sort of like you know loose candy company out of there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is like the ultimate racket like yes. that's how people were really getting really getting really fucking ripped off during COVID and and unfortunately like I saw it started with as always started with a lot of black small businesses doing it which I think everyone was like much more willing to support Mm -hmm. and then like it became like a white ladies game like 
It's mm-hmm. the way that slime is sort of like mostly a white lady's game on TikTok, where it's like the people who are running these like multi-million dollar slime companies that have 11 employees are just like suburban white ladies who happen to have the capital to start the business up. Yep. So we always give like a little bit of grace when we see someone starting a business in their house because it's not easy. But do we live in such a sauce horny society that like (laughs) something like this could get this out of hand? Because the second I see something that's looking like dairy Mm. getting swirled around in someone's kitchen, I won't even I won't even eat eggs at someone else's house. Mm -hmm. Like you'd have to be my my aunt Sarah, my auntie Sarah. I'll eat her eggs. My Nana, she's dead. And my mom, I'll eat my mom's eggs, but I'll even give my mom, I know she keeps her eggs right, but sometimes I'll even give my mom a little pushback on the eggs. I will not eat eggs at any random place. I do not, with mayonnaise, it's got to be done exactly right and on my terms. Like, the only tuna I'll eat is my mommy's tuna, okay? That's it. She makes a really good tuna salad, okay? That's it. Everyone else, you're done. So... I see a pink sauce like this and I'm like, God, we really are in a horny society. Does Grace get into the ingredients? No, but I think we should go to anal (laughs) anal bleach Kim Lip Bias Whore, who does a little bit of a breakdown of the food standards and some of the ingredients in there. Uh, Yeah, that's who I want to hear from for sure. Let's hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is not – of course, this was into what I was expecting, but of course, this is who this is. (laughs) So I've gotten a lot of comments saying, well, you can buy ranch unrefrigerated in stores, so what's really the big difference here? And here's a little explanation as to why it is very different in terms of safety to buy Hidden Valley Ranch unrefrigerated in a Walmart as opposed to buying the pink sauce, which was probably made in her kitchen. Just to start off, here's the ingredients list of Hidden Valley Ranch. There is debatably five preservatives in this. Um, The debatable one is vinegar. And the preservatives are phosphoric acid, disodium phosphate, sorbic acid, and calcium disodium EDTA. Also, Hidden Valley Ranch is produced in a highly automated, very sterile environment with very little human interaction. If there is, there are protocols and regulations regarding cleanliness, hygiene, PPE that's required in order to handle the ingredients. As opposed to the pink sauce, which debatably has two natural preservatives, which are raw honey and distilled vinegar, which would be fine if, you know, it was refrigerator to refrigerator. Like, for example, those fancy salad dressings that they sell at Whole Foods in the refrigerators that cannot be unrefrigerated or they will go moldy. However, this is being shipped in, you know, plastic bags. Also, considering the spelling errors like vinegar and the just general lack of attention to detail in the ingredients list, like pink Himalayan sea salt, It's not sea salt. Along with the obvious, obvious weird little serving um, purposeful mishap, along with how there's only three grams of carbohydrates, but four grams of dietary fiber and 11 grams of sugar, and the fact that there's just absolutely no measurement for the vitamin C, as well as the fact that the label does not fit and it's held to the bottle with glitter glue, as well as the fact that there's literally no expiration date on the bottle, Pink sauce definitely was not made in a facility or was looked over by anyone with any understanding of, like, food science, food packaging, FDA regulations. 
And considering the lack of attention to literally anything about the product, and the labeling specifically, the odds of there being a cross-contamination issue, especially if it was made in her kitchen or on an unregulated premises, is relatively high. Like, I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if there was trace amounts of, like, wheat, soya, shellfish, peanuts, tree nuts, just because she didn't clean a piece of equipment correctly or follow the correct regulations in order to sell a food item on the open market. Now, the cross-contamination issue that I brought up is purely assumptive, but something you could still look out for. However, it still goes to say, there are not enough preservatives in this item to justify consuming it, especially when it ships unrefrigerated. In the summer, nonetheless. Oh, in the summer. Yeah, in the summer, nonetheless. This hot size, you know, the hot trending summer. Well, so anal bleach, Kim lip bias whore. <laughs> I will say that I was not expecting them to speak more eloquently and directly to the issues of this landscape than most politicians. This mm -hmm. was, I was very, but that's TikTok for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is the magic. Mm -hmm. I actually feel this is the magic of pink sauce is bringing back something. And I do have theories about that. But pink sauce is bringing back the magic to the app that has been missing for a minute. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's yeah. a unifier. Like the way Womblands just had so many like cross complications and negativity. I think we can all get behind that it's fucking weird to be selling a dairy based sauce <laughs> out of your kitchen. So like it's she doesn't even list dairy on the like I saw a little like sheet she had of just like what you would pass out at like a food fair saying like, you know, my ingredients are like garlic, dragon fruit. Raw honey, honey, sunflower oil. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, so it looks like, oh, wow, this is like a healthy alternative to ranch. Then randomly listed on the ingredients list is milk. And I'm like, is she doing sweet condensed milk like that? Like, are we oh. seeing like a canned milk or something? Or is she, is, is, is my girl putting up straight up 2% in this? Now, the other thing is... <laughs> It's all of this. They're the the thing is is the with this the nutrition facts because we're already there. Your instinct is to say that these were copied from somewhere else because there's 90 calories per serving. However, there are 444 servings per bottle. Yeah, and she said a serving is a tablespoon, but the maths isn't mathsing. And the bottles what? Like 20 20 16 ounces? Uh, yeah. there's no way there's 444 no there's anyway. no fucking way so I was like angel numbers I was like are you kidding this is like almost it feeds into the meme of like my starting my at home business like you know we'll just be scrappy and we'll fake it till we make it like that's yeah. so I was like I, I feel like this either is ingredients copied from like a Costco size bottle of something which still doesn't make sense necessarily for any of the ingredients or that these are just straight up her angel numbers which really got me thinking on like what is her big picture plan here because even the dumbest person in the world knows that there's no such thing as a get rich quick scheme when you're poisoning people all over the world publicly yes. yeah yeah you can't do that i noticed that she when she was making the sauce, I think in the like announcement video, she has a sound that she uses that involves Beyonce and then she tags Beyonce. She tags my lord and savior in this. That's the real audacity. That's the real crime for me. 
Well, which is also so dumb of her because if she really, she probably could have, if she had made this vegan, she probably could have let this hit Beyonce's desk Mm -hmm. without incident because Beyonce is famously vegan. She's an invest in vegan restaurants. So like, it's like, doy, like this would have been like a perfect, a perfect alignment for her. But when you're saying you put, what, what is it? Loose milk? Like, how do you just have loose milk in a sauce like that? Like, if, it, if they, they said, like, a cream or if they said, like, a, you know, like, if they specified, like, goat's milk or if they specified an animal or whatever, but just, like, milk is a very if – if you told me those were the ingredients for French toast, that's fine, but not yeah. for sauce. Anyway. No. no, it's a loaded term. The glitter glue did kill me, though, because that's like <laughs> – I don't know. It's so funny. Like the idea of sticking on a a fake label, like loaded with angel numbers, like with some glitter glue is so, I don't know. It's like going to see like Dr. Sparkles for like a femur injury or something. Well, it's like, oh God, I think it's so much sadder than that, babe. I think it's like (laughs) they, I think that the pink sauce started to get the traction exactly what they expected, which was the idea of like this pink, beautiful pink sauce. It's summer. We know. I mean, it's the pink wall color pink. It's like that. It's Mm -hmm. that pink. It's the Baker Miller pink, right? Like they're seeing that poured over like a perfectly crispy fried chicken wing and like someone seductively biting into it. And people are just thinking that is so aesthetic. It's almost a little, it's not chug because I think aestheticism and all that shit will always be like a very important focus in society, right? I think it's less so. This is a little chug. And I think that it went, it blew up in a way that in 2016, this could have killed many people. But like she got her friends over and she's like, hey, we're going to be doing like, we're going to be doing like, you know glitter glue like just use what you can like her friends are over they're all like excited about the pink sauce they're texting their friends saying like yeah we're thinking about getting a pink sauce truck like they're Mm. they're absolutely on a different like because how how crazy is it to have such a dumb plan and have it work I know I know people you know and people do make sauces from their kitchen like famously in in my country there's a sauce called reggae reggae sauce which like got picked up on dragon's den which is you know our, our shark tank and it was like this nice man who made his own little caribbean sauces that people would come around in the community and buy and thought they were absolutely banging so then he got himself you know like a little spot in a commercial kitchen so we could make bottles of them yeah and it felt like very handmade there's another like hot sauce company i love called tubby toms that did something really similar but like at no point did i question <laughs> did i question the like integrity of those things again it's also a little bit more clear because like we all know like the essence of like a barbecue sauce or like a any sort of like mm. sort of like marinade we all know it comes from like a similar spice based place there's not a lot of like you know you're not going to find a random egg in a barbecue sauce a lot of times right time. right but the thing with the pink sauce is that it was so aesthetics heavy. Like they never there, – there she would always be like, I can't describe it. Or like yes. there would be like people at a local sort of trade show. Like maybe let's say everyone rents the same commercial kitchen. And on Saturdays they all come in and let their friends come in. Like they serve free drinks and like – 
you'd see all these like cute girls in dresses like trying it and being like, that's good. Oh my God. And you never hear them say like what it tastes like. Does it taste like a ranch? Does it taste like a, like, like what is it? it the dragon fruit I feel is like the main deceiver and what I feel like could have been like almost like a skinny girl stroke of genius if this had been executed correctly. And that's why I want to put a pin in the Dragon's Den Shark Tank of it all, because I want to come back to that. But should we, what's the next video we should play? Oh, maybe, I mean... The secret ingredient? The secret ingredient, yeah. Oh, this is my guy. Okay, so my partner just showed me this whole pink sauce drama. Coincidentally, I am someone who, like, prides themselves on the dressings that I make. I get pretty creative with them. I'm really good with dressings. There were several things that jumped out immediately to me as a red flag. Several of those I have now seen other people talk about it, uh, now that I've gotten more into the drama. So I'm going to touch on those real quick. But then I'm going to point something out that I haven't seen anyone else notice. So the things that I have now seen other people talk about. Now the label is crazy. Like it equals out to like 40,000 calories for a bottle, which is definitely not correct. The fact that vinegar is spelled wrong immediately jumped out to me, huge red flag. The fact that there is milk in it. Granted, it's allegedly a very small amount, but still something that you would typically want to keep cold. So already kind of off-putting. The interesting thing about dressings that some people don't know, if it's not a vinaigrette, mayo is probably the main ingredient. Now that's a little bit different when you're talking about companies who have a ridiculous amount of preservatives. Just using this as a random example, Hellman's, their ranch does not technically use mayo, but it uses pretty much all of the ingredients that you would put in a mayo, with the exception of egg, which they have other things to thicken and bind in place of the egg, such as the cornstarch, xanthan gum, all that. If it does not have mayo, it's almost guaranteed to use mustard. The reason that most dressings, non-vinaigrette dressings, use either mayo or mustard is because it acts as a binding agent. A lot of times you get like a balsamic vinaigrette. If you let it just sit there, it's going to separate. Because it's oil and vinegar, it's not going to mix well. Even if you use like an immersion blender, it'll separate. Which is what makes the texture of this sauce so weird. Now you could point to the honey and say that that's the binding agent. But the thing is, the pitaya is what gives it that color. Pattaya is just dragon fruit, uh, and the red dragon fruit is this color. Even with the fact that it's like mostly water, if you were to use honey as your binding agent and just honey, it wouldn't be quite as dark as the fruit itself, but the honey would darken it. It wouldn't be this light. Also, if you were using enough honey to actually bind the ingredients, it would be thicker than this. This is very light, almost watery. So I was thinking there has to be mayo, or at the very least, mustard in it. And then I came across this video, which you see something that looks an awful lot like mayo. And if you look at the ingredients list, there is nothing that looks like this listed here. Even if this is not mayo, at the very least, she is using something that's not here to give it that particular color and consistency. She's definitely not telling us the full ingredients list. Okay. Mm. Some might say, what's the problem with that? Well, like, you know, mayo's mayo. Like, you know, if it's safe to package there, why can't you? So there's a thing called botulism. <laughs> but you were seeing in a lot of the videos that were popping up were like air pockets. 
even in her own videos. Like yeah. she, that's how that's how like little awareness she has on on how to do this. Like it's great instincts, and I'm sure this is a great sauce for her friends at home. But like she's sending off when when typically if you buy like a a thing, a squeeze bottle of something at the store, it looks full all the way around. And that's because there's no air in it. Mm. And so that little air pocket that you're giving that mayo that you've mixed with a bunch of other shit, which could be cross-contaminated with who knows what, it's creating a nice little, nice little ecosystem in there. Well, garlic is particularly, it is the thing for botulism, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah. So then uh, people started to get their pink sauces. It was a whole like unboxing my pink sauce. I only saw like one chick who was brave enough to try it. And I think she's like a who knows if she's more or less problematic, but she seems like a different version of a Trisha Paytas, like an alternate universe Trisha Paytas, the girl with all pink. Did you? Yes, that's I we linked to her in the in the notes. Yeah, sorry. Normally I'm more on it. I just haven't gone I admittedly have not gone through these notes. So she was trying and she's like, I'm, you know, she, and she's not a cute little personality. I liked her. I was like, I'm going to go follow you. Jade dot Amber actually yeah. I'm gonna follow her right after this, but she had a cute personality about it. And she seemed to be like the person who, if Trisha wasn't pregnant, are you kidding? <laughs> I know. I know. That's such a good point. God, Trisha is pregnant and thank God, like, Honestly, thank God she also has like Moses, which I would not normally never say. Yeah. But like, he's probably the one being like, no, like, you don't know what's in that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. because that's this it has Trisha written all over it. So she's just like, she can't really get a taste for it. She says it's not, it's not like ranch. It's just like, it's just, she's putting it in her mouth boldly. Now, there was also so many people who ordered the pink sauce early who got it in their first iteration which was like a bubble mailer and the bottles she's using a lot of people are like she's reusing ketchup bottles and I'm like no she's not reusing them she's probably going to she probably like went on a kitchen warehouse website which Mm -hmm. I I love a kitchen warehouse website and bought like a bunch of squeeze bottles that have because she specifically uses a yellow top and it looks like she might even crick it on the pink sauce to the front Mm. And I think she's got a friend of a group of 60. I I really feel it started with with her and a friend. And then like the friend's kid, the the friend's only child was brought in to help. (laughs) And then like another fun girlfriend came. And then that girlfriend was like, I'm going to get these two other ladies in here. They do real stuff. They bring the cricket in. You know what I mean? Like that's how I see the glitter glue. Yeah. Evolution happening. Right. So. Really, there's no, like, no one can give a full read on what it tastes like. And that's probably because everyone's getting partially spoiled different variations of the same stuff. Yes. The, I would say the unboxings are, for me, absolutely nauseating. Because the idea of this sauce that's been clearly, it looks like, the, you know, the bottle's been expanding and contracting, probably due to the heat, is splitting open and sort of like gushing out this sort of insipid pink liquid everywhere it looks horrific like is it, it just russian dre- is is russian dressing what that dressing is called the one that has like little chopped up not it's not thousand island it's like russian dressing i think it's called it's like that mm-hmm. orange color one yeah 
maybe that's a Boston term. I don't know. Hopefully it's not racist. I don't think it is. But <laughs> it's like white and it's like a pinkish color with like little chopped up pickles in it. Yes. Okay. That dressing, that dressing is gross. I would never eat that in my life. But it's like showing up to most people looking a little bit like a smashed bottle of hot Russian dressing. Hmm. Yeah. I can't imagine what the smell must be like. Well, I, I mean, I mean, I can't. Yeah, imagine. I'm not hearing <laughs> enough about the smell. That's yeah. the thing; it, it does feel like a little like mass collab because I'm like, no one's being really clear about what the problem is. It's more just everyone being like, my senses are telling me there's something wrong here, mm-hmm. or I'm just not going to put this in my mouth or whatever. But Tiff, here's my theory. What I feel like the pink sauce lady never. Like, I think she thought that maybe in order to be on Shark Tank, like she probably wants to, she would have to maybe try and sell some units. I don't think she knew it was going to go this badly. Yeah. But I really think that the pink sauce was never meant to be like her real meal ticket. I think she was looking for a viral moment. I think that's why she also went with like almost the pink wall color, like that famous influencer wall or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like I think she went with sort of that color because that's just a color that people like lose their minds over online, especially like a couple of years ago. And I think that she sort of like formulated this with the hope of, and I think that, that, this possibility is still real. Do I think any of the sharks will invest? Personally, I don't think any are dumb enough except Robert. But I think <laughs> that the producers would cast her to come on and pitch a business just on the idea of like, I made my product look really good to all these people. It went terribly because I didn't have the resources. Yep. Like, you know, I was short staffed, like quote unquote staffed. My staff was my friends. Like, being very honest about it, but being able to say I'm able to create a viral hype around people just like, you know, eating something that no one can even say what it tastes like because they spend so much time on Shark Tank with a lot of these, especially like these sort of like health adjacent products being like, it's good. You know, it's like it's chewy. It's good. I mean, like, and you know what that means is that they're rich people and that their palates are probably trained to like suck down like a date stuffed with like really odd raw almond butter, like <laughs> all you know, the time like that's, or something. <laughs> that's the other thing that people have to remember on Shark Tank with these products is that these are rich people eating them, so they have rich people taste buds where they are probably not eating processed food the way that any other person watching the show is so like they just don't they they have a very like low exposure to preservatives stuff like that so when they're trying that stuff I always try to keep that in mind I I don't know man like I feel like this would be like they'd laugh her out of the tank but I feel like the producers would go for it oh it would be excellent television it absolutely would I totally agree with you my first thought was exactly the same I was like oh this has got Dragon's Den Shark Tuck written all over it like even if it was never intended to to go this far, I don't think that was its final destination. But yeah, I would totally cast this person for sure. I think that like, I don't think Pink Sauce was like a, a Coke business, you know what I mean? Or even a weed business. Like I feel mm-hmm. like Pink Sauce started as like genuinely her just making these sauces and like her trying. I don't think she was like really trying to go for the sort of like way it looks just like uh, honestly frantic and like I'm starting a business in the morning Mm -hmm, guys mm -hmm. come over we're going to Costco like I'm getting a dragon fruit 
which are, by the way, are not like super easy to source in most places in America, by the way. They are if you're like willing to go for it, but it's not like the most attainable thing. No. And so, yeah, I think that like this started off on like a good, I don't know. I mean, listen, her marketing's there. Guys, oh no. So we lost like the last hour of this episode. We don't know what happened. The files has never happened before. We recorded in a great service called Zencaster that basically double ensures that we never lose parts of audio files. But for some reason this week, we just did not have the luck. I'm, I'm thinking it's Leo season. Honestly, my life has gone to fucking hell since Leo season started. So apologies for that. We will include all of the links in the description of the show still. You might be getting this a little bit later than normal. And definitely if you are a solid listen plus subscriber on Apple Podcasts, you will be getting this late. And I apologize so much for that. But Tiffany, I love you. We're really sorry. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Seen a shawty that look like a double G. Every girl in here ten, but it ain't no Tennessee. And you might just get some money, but it ain't no guarantee. Double G's on the left, double G's on the right. And you know I stay in Texas, I don't really like to fight. Like we in 2013, shawty do it for the vibe. Shawty moving real well, I might have to wind and die. Threw the money to the ceiling, now watch it hit the floor. Now rag it up, huh? Rat, rat, rag it up, king, bag it up, huh? Bat, bat, bag it up, king, stack it up. That stack it up, she said, Where you at? Sam Marcus down in Texas. And if I drop a pin, best believe that she on the Thought way. Thought she was important, but I moved her right about the way. Delta cheese tonight. Told her, baby, I got cheese tonight. Get the scholarship. I ain't smoking on no TAC, low tolerance. All these ladies telling me I'm finna blow. Like the tell her. Shout out Turbo Tax, tax refund. What's another? Back to quarterback at recess. No rush. And you gon' end up like a Call of Duty mission. No rush. This ain't UT. Why your shirt orange like a pump? Mama call me, ask me how college is. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.